Welcome to episode 136 of Nobody Special. In this episode, we talk about trusting in God. The Gospel Post presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Danny, the host and 90s camp counselor of Nobody Special. And I'm Caleb, you're the host of Nobody Special. This is the podcast where two generations of people talk about God, pop culture, politics, and everything in between, all while not taking any of it too seriously. Hi, Caleb. Hello. Caleb, uh, we have a couple of things to cover first. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we don't enjoy getting into politics. So we're not going to kind of. I got to say. Okay. Have you heard of this game called Among Us? Yes. Like everyone is playing it at this point? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Wow. That's a mouthful right there. Yeah, I know. I didn't think I could do it. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez who is a congressperson from New York. Uh, mm-hmm. She is um, under the age of 35. I think she's like, oh gosh, how old is she? Anyway, she, she's kind of my age a bit. and It's, it's um, kind of cool to have a person who is closer to age in Congress. Yeah. Um, even if I don't super agree on many of their things, they're, they're I, I don't know, they're not terrible. But... Um, a couple days ago, she straight up created a Twitch account and played Among Us with a few people to encourage people to vote. That's pretty cool. I know. Like, politics aside here. Just put politics aside. That's pretty dope. Like, I'm sorry. I enjoy that this is the place that all of us are at as far as politics is. You know, we're just doing it over Twitch now. Twitch yeah. streaming Among Us. What a as what a good woman. game for a uh, politician to play too. Where you lie and kill people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, I didn't kill them. What are you talking about? It was right. Ted. I actually, I was kind of thinking that. I was like, that's a r- risky choice of game. Yeah. You know, the goal is to actively betray people by being two faced. I was like, I don't know. I'm not going for Fall Guys. Like, I might. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, something else, but no. It was her and a couple other. Uh, Congress people playing again. Mm-hmm. Platform aside, I, I kind of appreciate that. That's the um, you know that they're trying to be positive. People our age go and cast a ballot, right? Uh, because our age is notoriously bad about casting ballots. Yes, and I've even talked to a few people that are like, I just don't know who to vote for, so I'm not going to vote for him, anyone. I'm like, right, bro, use your voice, go vote. Use your voice. Just go vote. But do research first. Don't be that guy like, oh, no, I made a Christmas tree. So, yeah. Christmas tree on where a you, ballot? Well, like, where you Christmas tree in? It's a... That oh, sounds... wait. Do you know what a Scantron is? No. Scantron? A Scantron. Sounds like a transformer. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, you poor homeschooled innocent dove. Okay, Scantron. It was a thing that... Um, on multiple choice tests, you bubble in the answers. Right. And then they'd put it through the machine called a Scantron, and it would grade everything automatically. Yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. 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 I yeah. did that. It's I was in public Scantron. school until fourth grade. Yeah, I didn't do I didn't a know Scantron. It was called a Scantron. Well, the, the 
the the, the piece of paper and you anyway yep. christmas treeing is just in, during those times that you have no idea so yeah. so you just like i don't know make a christmas tree hopefully some 50%, of them will be correct yeah so i actually um i had a teacher in high school this isn't this is not on topic but whatever i, I teacher in high school i had to teach her how to grade a scantron <laughs> Uh-huh. And uh, I talked to a few people. This is apparently this is a problem that that this teacher had multiple times. So on um, mm-hmm. on the first page of the Scantron, the, the uh, there are a potential of f- 50 questions. And right. it'll go through the front and go they got blank out of 50 and then give a grade. Right. For, for just that sign. So then yeah. you flip it over. And there's another potential for 50, and they'll give blank out of blank possible questions and give the percentage. So, on a 52-question test, mm-hmm. if I missed just question number 51, wh- what grade do you think I got? That is weird. What, what like, grade do you think the teacher gave like me? A percentage? Uh-huh, percentage grade. Would it what, just be... What grade do you think... The teacher gave me ballpark it. Like I, I got one a question letter grade wrong. or no, no, just percentage, percentage. Just percentage. I got no question number fifty one out of fifty two potential questions. Right. Wh- what grade do you think the teacher tried to give me? Oh gosh, ninety percent. That sounds like something a teacher would do. Seventy five. What? So on the front, I got 100% of the questions correct. Right. On the back, I got 50% of the questions correct. And this wow. turned, <laughs> she said, all right, I'll just average both sides. I'm like, no. Yeah. Like, no. And I had, to, I had to explain to a teacher, I got 51 out of 52 questions correct. And that is not a 75. And she looked at me as if I, I was an idiot. <laughs> No, because I I took the average of both sides. What? They're weighted different, and that's always bothered me. And I was talking to my family about that, and then my brother chimed in. It's like, oh, is that this teacher? Yeah, yeah, she's been doing that for years. I'm like, what is going on? Man. So anyway, people don't uh, Christmas tree your ballots. They're they're actually important. Yeah, it's not a quiz. Gosh, that still bothers me to this day that that occurred. That's a thing that happened. So, uh, K- uh, Caleb, are there any good uh, movies coming out? No. Okay, then. <laughs> well, that's not true. Caleb. Um, there is. Didn't we already talk about this? Yes, but there's been updates, and it's Hocus Pocus Watch 2020. And yeah. It, and if we keep doing this, I'll eventually get bored and make a graphic. It's Hocus Pocus Watch 2020 because one of Caleb's favorite uh, Halloween movies that I haven't seen but would like to Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. is Hocus Pocus. Caleb, why do you like this movie? To be honest. To hurt you. I don't remember a ton about this movie because I haven't watched it in like four years. Uh Uh-huh. But I remember freaking loving it Uh when I watched it last. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember it being particularly, like, great. You were 16 for when you watched yeah, Pocus yeah, yeah, Pocus. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
No, I know. I just I want to point out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were sixteen. Um, I'm gonna look up when this movie came out versus how old. But I watched when you were it 16. like a ton. Do you remember ABC Family? Yes, ABC Family was amazing. Do you remember their Halloween 31 Day Countdown, like with their Halloween movies? Oh wait, ABC Family. Sorry, I I didn't always have ABC Family, but I know the thing you're talking about. Yeah, and they did it with Christmas too. But I remember Hocus Pocus would always be on there. Mm-hmm. And it's just uh, nostalgic. So Hocus Pocus, in case you're wondering, came out again. And this is the problem I have on the second movie. It came out July 16th, 1993. And Caleb was watching it in uh, 2016. <laughs> That's the last time I watched it. But like, it. why? Do Hocus Pocus 2 is also coming out in July. And I'm it's like, a popular movie with people my age. Maybe you're just too old to understand, Danny. Do you ever no, think no, no, about that? No, 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 because this movie is actually from my generation. What year were you born? 2000. You were born. This movie came out before you were born. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just because you didn't watch it doesn't mean that I you get to, to rag on, you know, just because your your mom was Miss No Halloween. I don't know. Your mom was probably not, super cool. Yeah, that's, that's not true. <laughs> Uh, no, but why? I mean, Hocus Pocus two is also coming out in July. Why? Why are they coming out in July? I feel like they're just oh yeah, missing okay. a market. July, yeah, July. Also, Hocus Pocus two is scheduled to come out in July, but they 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 put out some new set photos, and that's why this is Hocus Pocus Watch twenty twenty, uh, because there's a new set kind of a photo of Kathy Najimi. N- N- oh my gosh, what is her name? Kathy Najimi, who by the way is amazing uh-huh. and fantastic uh and sarah jessica parker and bet M- 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 midler and um i'm gonna be honest and i mean this with no disrespect to three beautiful women they look super old in that picture yeah they look old in the movie no it was but made they in like, 1993 is that what that said 1993 is when it was was yeah released yeah but they i mean they look it's it's been a couple of years. They look like they are what age, Danny? There's a correct answer here. How old do they look, Danny? Twenty eight. There you go. Don't ever <laughs> say someone looks old, Danny. Uh, well, Bette Midler is seventy four. So, so, all right, I take it back. She looked younger than 74, and I'm going to give her props for that. There you go. Uh, there you Ka- go. You're learning. Kathy Najemi, I actually really adore her as an actor from the 90s, actress from the 90s, specifically because of her part in in the movie Sister Act. I love those movies. I adore those movies. They are fantastic. They are cinematic masterpieces, and Kathy is just, she's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. She's 63, but yeah. Um, <laughs> the whole premise behind the Sister Act uh, movies, I think, is, is fantastic. I have no idea what you're talking You've about. You've never seen Sister Act? No. So it's about a nun, or sorry, it's about um, a lounge singer played lounge by singer. played by Whoopi Goldberg, and the mob is trying to kill her. <laughs> I love this already. <laughs> it, and the mob's trying to kill her. So they hide her in a convent as a nun, where she then helps the choir become good. This sounds oddly familiar. 
Maybe mm-hmm. I have seen it. And then in Sister Act 2, they bring her back, not because anyone's trying to kill her, but because inner city schools need Whoopi Goldberg to help their choir win the competition. Yeah, they do. Honestly, I've never really thought about it until now. There was no reason to put her back in the nunnery. There was literally no reason. They could have just hired a teacher, but the instead nunnery. they're like, yeah, 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 it's because it's, it's, that's the actual term. I'm not making that up. It's a nunnery. <laughs> what? That's a real word. Nunnery. I, I believe you. Nunnery. I just don't want to believe you at the same time. A nunnery, a building or group of buildings in which nuns live as a religious community. So it's basically like a monastery. Right, but for nuns. And wow. monastery is for monks. Yeah. Okay. That makes yeah. sense. Anyway, yeah. so I have to watch Hocus Pocus and you have to watch Sister Act. Okay. And Kathy and Jimmy watch will continue. We should just go through her whole her whole filmography. How old is she again, Danny? Twenty eight. There you and go. Beautiful. So I actually had a I was out of town on a work trip, and there was this lady that worked at the company that we were doing a video for, mm-hmm. and and I got this wrong, all right? And as you, to be grand, I mean, granted, it was, it was a trap. I'm it sorry, got what wrong? Her age. Oh, no, no, <laughs> But no, it was, no, she no, set no. me up, she was cool, she was no, being funny, no, but no, like, no. but she was like, how old do you think I am? And nope. me, fake yeah. your phone call, walk away, don't and do this. And I was this. like... <laughs> yeah. Uh 42 <laughs> and and uh I did and here's the funny part. I guess younger than her age, but she still got upset at me. So, you know. Yes, because the answer is win. always 28. Yes, 28. It's depending good... on their age. If they're 25. No, no. No, 25 is still you want to be a little bit older, but still in your 20s. 29 is the is 30s are too close. That is that is interesting. I've wondered what the age is where you switch from wanting to be younger instead of wanting to be older. I can promise you, it's thirty. <laughs> <laughs> I, so? I woke up on my thirtieth birthday and went, my knees hurt, and that was like, what? This is some bull. Like uh, anyway, that yeah, that was a that was a hard one actually. Every every time I tell the story of my thirtieth birthday party, everyone always goes like, are you okay? Oh, that's so sad. I'm like, sorry no, really for good. your loss. No, no, it was really good. But yeah, yeah, so so I will try and watch Hocus Pocus in between then and now. And I will watch Sisters Act. Sister Act. Sister Act. Sister Act. With Whoopi Goldberg. It's so good. Back during her prime, she was amazing. I bet. I really do. I believe you. I'm going to trust you as a friend. This This feels like... You're saying the opposite of what you're saying right now. I trust you. So, hey, hey, Caleb. All right, I have a question. I was trying to think. I'm not going to try and transition into our topic normally because you just shoot those down anyway. So we're just going to jump into it. Did we ever, and I think I know the answer, in student group growing up, Mm -hmm. did we ever go to one of those camps that made people do a ropes course? Mm, I don't remember going to one. Okay. Did your current church, as a part of student staff and any of that, have you guys done a ropes course? No. Do you know what that is? 
a ropes uh, course? Uh, Ever done one? No. I was just. All right, <laughs> I'm I was so confused on where okay. you're going with this. Well, like I was kind of thinking through it, and 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 I've been to so many of these things because it feels as if it was a very '90s student group thing to do that you take all the students and go to a ropes course to talk about trust and faith and all this stuff, and it's just. You know, now that I'm thinking about it, while it may have been fun, actually it wasn't even fun for me. I friggin' hated it. Um, I can't think of anyone who's still doing that. It felt like a very 90s thing to do. And I'm not sure it actually taught me anything about following Jesus by like climbing a wall and <laughs> and falling backwards into people's arms. Are, are I, did okay. I did that. I did that. The trust fall thing. Mm-hmm. I hate that crap. Yeah. That, that's right. It's no bueno. Like where they make you stand on top of like the seven foot tall platform. And they're mm-hmm. like, trust these people you right. just met two days ago. Right. No. Like why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, I'm I mean, trusting it's, God. It's a little, exactly. I was, I was trying to put it together as like, as I was thinking about it, you know, I've done the trust falls. The, the ropes course part is, is you're supposed to like climb a thing and then kind of fall backwards off it but you're what? in a harness so it's just a trust anyway I actually and this is, trust the harness yeah yeah this is not a joke I um, in high school I was terrified of heights I still don't enjoy them 100% uh-huh. terrified of heights and so on a team building exercise at a church camp this right. is a church camp it's in Florida and it's called Epworth, and I don't care because they can at me. Uh, they had a ropes course, and the ropes course instructor straight up yelled at me. <laughs> Just like, and, and my mom was with the youth pastor at the time, and she had to resist because her and I talked about this since. She was like, I had to hold back every instinct in me. Why'd they just, yell at you? Huh? Because I was terrified of heights, and they're saying, Go. close your eyes, walk backwards, and fall off. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. hey, I don't know, but in another way, you can <laughs> shut up. Like, <laughs> you can shut up. Wait. Like, Come on, just do it. I don't understand. It. Like, you jump off of a platform? Like, it's are not you even repelling? a platform. It's, it's, it, it, it's a log that they stapled to another tree, and I'm supposed to walk halfway out. Um, <laughs> no. And then... Fall, fall backwards into what? People catching you? No, no, no. There's or a harness. Cord? They just lower you down on a harness. <laughs> Wait, I'm still confused. You're right. Okay, it doesn't make a lot. So of you're sense. on a platform. No, I'm not on a platform. I'm you're climbing on a up log. a telephone pole. On a I'm walking out on a log, trying not to fall. And the way this guy described it, he kept saying, "Like, all right, but fall backwards, not forwards." And I'm like, what will happen forwards? Why would that make it? Why would that make a difference? Like, why would that? But matter? what is catching you? I'm so confused. The harness. I'm on a harness that is attached to the pole. A belayer. No, no. There's a, a guy belaying at the bottom. So he's just belaying you down. Right. That's dumb. But out of everybody there, that's the guy I knew the least. And then yep. he yelled at me, and I was like. Well, we ain't gonna build a whole lot of trust I'm that way, my dude. Climb well, I'm gonna climb back down. Like, <laughs> yeah. come on, we don't have time for this. Let's go. And mom's like, "I'll kill you." That's my baby boy. You know, like, <laughs> it's just like, baby Danny. I'm trying to figure out. It's like where the connection between ropes courses and trusting God actually is, and I. I can't. Can we, can we read a Bible verse about trusting God and just replace God with harness? Do you think Wouldn't that be great? 
Uh, do you think Jesus ever took the disciples away for a day and said, like, okay, Peter, stand up on this platform. <laughs> now, everyone, grab hands like this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh... I just, like... This is a church camp. I, I, to this day, I walked away from that camp. I was just like, "What? What even was the point?" Right. I like, think we have. We all have a lot of those camps that you look back on, uh-huh. and you're like, "Good intentioned." Yeah, good intentions, but mm-hmm. what did I learn? <laughs> what camp was it for you? Gosh, this might. Nope. Okay. Not mentioning that name. Got it. <laughs> Still got connections, baby. Oh. Okay, <laughs> hold on. I gotta make a quick note here to ask Caleb after show. Ask Caleb after, after show. show. Yes. Or great. if you yeah. support our Patreon. <laughs> God, I hate that joke so much. <laughs> what if we like did have like a Patreon show that we just, you know, like here's where we dox people, you know, where we bleep, where we don't bleep out the names that we said. But. Yeah. No, I mean, so 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 all these courses, the trust and all that. I was trying to make the connection between trust and ropes courses and to be honest it was a fair amount of like problem solving too and mm-hmm. i was always the guy that had to be told to stop trying to solve it because i solved it quickly not to like toot my own horn and they're like no you can't talk i'm like well that's some garbage like that's we'll never get out of here then you know yeah. so anyway but um you know just thinking through the concept of trust sorry i'm still a little jazzed about the ropes course i hadn't thought about that in a while um a trust in a spiritual kind of a context, though, if I'm actually talking about it and not trying to do odd 90s corporate team building bull garbage. Yeah. Um, trust in a biblical kind of a kind of a context is actually, is actually very important to the Christian mm-hmm. uh, to, uh, to actually understand and understand it well. Um, and I kind of wanted to talk about that today, if that's... Okay, there's uh, Proverbs yeah. 3, 5 through 8. Oh, wow. Do you want to go ahead and... <laughs> I told you I'm, I'm skipping all the transitions. We're just jumping in. So Proverbs 3, 5, five through 8. Yep. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Be not wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord. Why is this so hard to read? Fear the Lord and turn away from evil. It will be healing to your flesh and refreshment to your bones. Okay, so people tend to just kind of, um, I'll be honest, they stop at verse 6. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight you your paths. And I think especially in this chunk of Proverbs, it'd be good to just go all the way through eight. Right. Where it kind of straight up says, it's like, all right, now let's get, I mean, let's get straight here. Be not wise in your own eyes and fear the Lord. Um, Turn away from evil. So I think there's this aspect of trust that to be fair, we have to kind of pit our flesh and spirit against each other to an extent. Mm -hmm. If God's, ways are not ours and God's thoughts are not ours then in order to trust God I need to either uh, start participating in God thoughts or just trust that God's thoughts are better than my own right so uh, as, as far as Proverbs go 
what jumps out as as kind of the thing that this passage is 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 trying to encourage Christians in their faith? Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that sticks out to me the most is is do not lean on your understanding. I mean, mm-hmm. that's kind of you know, like mm-hmm. you said, where a lot of people stop. I mean, a little mm-hmm. bit past that, but I mean, I think that. Yeah, you just mentioned it. I mean, learning to not trust ourselves and our mm-hmm. understanding and understanding that we do see through a crooked mind and right. a a dirty, you know, I don't know what verse it is. A, I think it's like First uh, Corinthians something, you know, where it's talking about we see through a dirty mirror or something like that. Yes. And and we do not Near see it fully yet. Mirror dimly, yeah, something like that. Where is that? Um, I think it's like First Corinthians, thirteen. Uh, not thirteen. No, not thirteen. But anyways, I have to wait. I have to not say not thirteen. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's uh, it's smacked thirteen. It's not thirteen's the love chapter. I thought it was in that. Shoot. I hope I'm Gosh, right. Gosh <laughs> darn it. <laughs> It's First Corinthians thirteen twelve. That's Boom. fine. I can quote books, just not the page number. But you know what that's saying. I mean, and it says that everyone in the Bible. You mm-hmm. know, like we do not. You know, our flesh is is tainted. You know, it is yeah. sinful, and yeah. we. It is more comfortable to to trust what we want. You mm-hmm. know, and what we see, but leaning not on our own understanding, but. You know, I mean, this goes back to what we talked about last week, but holding every thought captive and, mm-hmm. and acknowledging God in everything to to have straight straight paths. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's what sticks out to me from this. And that's kind yeah. of what it, you know, expounds upon in the next couple of verses too. Well, and it's kind of the idea of standards also of, you know, what are our standards as far as things all of us are trying to pursue? I right. think too often the 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 issue of needing to trust God comes when our standards and God's standards kind of clash a bit, mm-hmm. and and I need to pick. All right, am I going to try and 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 pursue the things I feel are important and I think are the best choices, and I think that that I've I've thought through it, I've planned the path, and all this. Um, or am I going to trust that God is infinitely greater than my ability to think and that God's God's thoughts are greater than mine? I mean, to trust mm-hmm. in God yeah. kind of um, – it's it, it comes up to an issue of standards. There have been plenty of things that I thought would be good mm-hmm. that I then had to give up because God had been calling and saying like – those things may be good in the sense that they're not a sin, but I have a better thing in store. You have to trust me through that thing. And, and I mean, I know that is getting very close to like prosperity gospel, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. garbage. Like God's going to open up doors of blessings for you. It's like, no, no, no. The way, when you, who could that be? <laughs> I know who I was quoting. Yeah. It's not who you think. Really? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, anyway. Follow our Patreon where we dox people oh and I'll God. let you know. No, um uh 
it's 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 not even the monetary blessing or any of that because a lot of times the standard of God involves plowing through being persecuted, killed, um, going through trials, afflictions, all these kinds of things. These are promises of God that are important to just push through because God is going, what is on the other end is eternity in the presence of God. Right. So while this will be difficult... Trust me in this, that I'm still here and not abandoning this thing, but this is the path through. Yeah. And I think that's the the, the problem of, of trust and even the problem of you know, prosperity gospel is it, it paints the picture of not trusting God and just trusting in our ability to gain the finances and things I deem are important when the treasures of heaven are much greater than anything I could even dream up. Right. So I don't know. I think part of it's an issue of standards a bit. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think for sure that's, that's huge. And Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, I think that it's, it's hard. Right. And I mean, like I mentioned earlier, it's so easy Mm -hmm. to like, just, you know, trust ourselves and trust ourselves. I mean, it's mm-hmm. not even really trusting ourselves. It's just right. doing, you know, what right. we think is best. And and I think that, like what you were saying, if you bring the standards into it, mm-hmm. it's definitely a different perspective than I was thinking on it. So that's definitely good. Mm-hmm. But Well, I mean, there's the whole part about being not wise in your own eyes Mm -hmm. um to me that speaks of a type of being humble um and and i don't know i've 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 had a few different conversations on this that i don't think being a humble person goes like oh i'm just uh, not good at anything and and all that i I actually don't think that's being humble i think that's being very self-deprecating and if anyone knows what self-deprecating is it's this guy it's a uh, this idiot right here, you know. <laughs> like I do self literally what jokes. you just said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this moron right here. Um, now, all right. Partially here, just to clarify. I do the self deprecating jokes because I know where my boundaries are, where it starts hurting, mm-hmm. and I don't get anywhere near them. That's part of it. And also, I just don't think it's fair to pick on other people if I don't know their boundaries. Right. I mean. I don't know. I've seen a lot of people in jest. They're like, oh, and uh, this is Captain Big Nose. It's like, and, and they're really self-conscious about their nose or something. And then it just causes fights and friendships because they just didn't know. So yeah. I know where my boundaries are. So <laughs> I'm fine. Like Those are always the weirdest thing. Uh-huh. When you expect, like it happens with guys, I feel like, right. more. Because I don't know if girls like joke around as much as guys do. But like, well, yeah, you'll just start. You'll just start. Mm-hmm. Hey, big head. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was a four-step child. You're like, whoa. <laughs> whoa. I yeah. did not know where I stumbled. <laughs> so, anyway, though, being wise in our own eyes, um, I think to be a humble person understands what I can and can't do to the most accurate amount. Mm-hmm. If I'm underplaying that, then I'm being very self-deprecating and if i'm overplaying that i'm being arrogant uh so i think to be kind of a humble person understands our boundaries and abilities in order to better trust god 
Right. That the things I can do, I can do because God blessed and gifted me the ability to do them. And the things I cannot do, I need to trust God to be able to accomplish them. Right. Yeah. So I think that's partially the whole idea of not being wise in our own eyes is 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 the idolatry of the self. Yeah. I think, yeah, that's huge. I mean, and that, like, always makes me think of, like, my my job. Mm-hmm. And uh, I always talk about it. But, I mean, every in my mind, everything comes back to cinematography. <laughs> but it's like, I I feel like God has blessed me to learn you know quicker than most people do mm-hmm. by giving me opportunities right and yet i do not i haven't even I'm, I'm just at like the tip of the iceberg of like what there is to learn right and as you get deeper and deeper in it's just like you have to complete like i find i have to completely lean on god in a lot of stuff and it sounds dumb right and you're right. just like you're filming something but it is true i mean it's no, like i yeah, like it doesn't sound dumb though that's the thing and i think we have to kind of break the cycle of like it sounds dumb to trust god well no, not even in that like, like, but just in that context right cuz i mean it's like maybe not but you know it's that's kind of like the biggest thing that i notice you know a lot for me as far as like day to day that like i i feel very inadequate right. when it comes to that stuff but you know i have to do my job anyways right. and so right. like Having to trust God in that, um, which I'm not always good at, you know, I think we can all admit that in some sense. Oh, but absolutely. Like, yeah. I think that's kind of an example of what you were saying for me, mm-hmm. is that like, yeah, I mean, I, I don't, I, I'm blessed to know what I do know, but right. also I don't know everything. Right. And so there should be grace with yourself in that sure and also confidence humble confidence right in what you do know it's like yeah it's right. like a weird middle ground you know right but yeah you know it's a be as good as you are understanding that even that's a gift from god right um that apart f- 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 from god none of us are actually good at anything yeah. So if I can come at it through that perspective, then that that kind of displays the glory of God through everything I do because all things are a means to proclaim the glory of God. And and even at the end of Proverbs, it says, uh, "It will be a healing to your flesh and re- refreshment to your bones." Mm-hmm. I mean the the pressure of needing to be as humble and trusting. Well, sorry. No, the uh, the pressure of needing to be to perform at the amount that the arrogance kind of tells people I can do. That's hard, and I know because I've gone through periods that I felt I had to prove everything I am. Mm-hmm. And doing that, it takes an emotional and a physical toll on a person of thinking I have to prove myself at every turn. Right. Because you know the thing I found out is like. Nobody cares if I'm trying to prove myself. No, nobody's actually thinking. It's like, 
I just am waiting for him to prove himself. Like no one actually says that. That's a movie trope. Yeah. Um. It's, <laughs> I or or if they do say that, it's it's probably not a very healthy environment either. I yeah. don't know. It's like, like you need to prove yourself to stay here. Like what? This is not some eighties gang movie or something. <laughs> you know. Yes, you want to be a part of the Squeegee Boys? I don't know what that is. I, the Squeegee Boys. It was literally the explain first. this. No, let's mm-hmm. go into this. Let's let's dive in. Mm-hmm. The Squeegee Boys is Squeegee Boys, a squad of men mm-hmm. that make what is a squeegee? What's a squeegee? It's the thing that you clean car windows off of. Okay. They 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 wash cars, but for money. Dirty money. Dirty money. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm, know. I'm like <laughs> right on the edge of something horribly brilliant and just it's not going to come. So, um, yeah. yes, but you got to prove yourself. Just stay with the squeegee ball. <laughs> they have like flip out squeegees, mm-hmm. you know, like the, the flip out combs that jocks have. So we have to make this movie. Yes. Right? Hold on. <laughs> Let me write this down. Movie idea. Squeegeeing cars Squeegee in the back boys. alleys. New York City. Queens. Squeegee boys. With a Z. Because <laughs> it's, it's hip. Um, No. All right. So sorry. Back to trusting God, though. I mean, Anyways. We don't. I think a lot of times or or during the times i felt i needed to prove my ability it was it was based in a fair amount of insecurity mm-hmm. um in feeling as if i had to earn the affection of god to be honest that i had to prove to god that i'm worthy of of him and and the more i tried the more the more unimportant i became right because instead of uh, trusting on god to do the things i was called to do i i was trying to prove to god that i could do it apart from him and that's just an insane thing to try and do every time i think about it right you know like and danny i've called you to do this all right i got it and i don't need your help what do you think is going on like what do you (laughs) what exactly do you think is happening here do you think i need you i don't yeah, and and I think understanding that God doesn't need us can help us to be humble mm-hmm. and be honored to even be a part of the a part of the journey as a whole. Right. So I don't know. I think that's a big part of trust is understanding the person of God that we can trust God because He's greater than us, and everything I can do is because God gave me the ability to do it, and everything I can't do is an opportunity to display the glory of God to get it done. Yeah. So, is there, um, when's a time you needed to trust God? Either kind of a bigger story or a smaller story. Which one? Yeah, right. (laughs) Or is there kind of a story that sticks out the most? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, one that always sticks out to me, um, is moving churches Mm -hmm. and how not... I I just didn't handle it well, you know, as far as trusting God. Mm-hmm. But it is still a good example, right? Um, you know, so we just, we moved as a family, like kind of far away from. It was a further drive from the church we <laughs> were going like to. Forty five minutes, and there's you yeah. know some other stuff, and so we started looking for new churches. But you know, like all of my friends were still back at my old church, yeah. And, 
that's just kind of like that was my life you know like i didn't have anything outside of that right um you know besides just my family so so moving churches was hard and we we looked at a couple different ones and and finally went to one that my older sister and her husband were going to at the time and and i hated it and um not just because it was it was something that was kind of ripping me apart from my friends mm-hmm. and like everything i was rooted in mm-hmm. um danny's typing which, which church <laughs> <laughs> the one I go to now, which is I still go oh, to. Oh, I, th- I thought. Sorry, I thought it was. I thought the store was going in. Another yeah, no, direction. no, it's okay. crazy. Okay, yeah, sorry, no. sorry. I mean, I go to the Church of Eleven Twenty Two. Look it up. I don't care. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> that's what they were waiting on our endorsement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. What are they number? They don't need our help. Number um, eighteen <laughs> on the top one hundred list. Yeah. Um, oh. and so we went to this church and. I was just like not feeling it. We went to, mm-hmm. I went to the students, you know, Wednesday night program with my sister and like, I, I just didn't have a good attitude mm-hmm. in it. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I was not, this was towards like the very beginning of like my right. relationship with God. So like, um, I was probably like a year or two right. into salvation. Okay. At that point. Yeah. Yeah. This is about um, right. Now, the first day that you showed up, sorry to sorry to cut in. Did any anybody come and give an extra effort to introduce themselves to you at eleven twenty two? Yeah. Um, I mean, not the not the kids. There's a mm-hmm. it was any a very big yeah the adults yeah okay of course yeah because like I'm listen we're about to air out some business here I'm sorry. I may have floated your picture <laughs> to certain persons I knew there. Like, hey, he's coming. Be sure. Just p- come on. <laughs> yeah. It's my bad. You were still young. It was fine. I mean, I don't remember it too well. I do okay. remember just like not liking the students out of mm-hmm. just my uh, like preconceived. I don't like these. Yeah. <laughs> like it was, it was very like premeditated that mm-hmm. I wasn't going to like it. Right. Just because I wanted to go back to my old church. Right. right. It was popular to not like it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, at the yeah. time, yeah, it was, it was popular not to, especially at my old church, you yeah. know, so th- this was kind of, yeah. Aaron, this business yeah. out today, boy. <laughs> um, and so I was, yeah, I just, I didn't like it, but you know, that's where my mom and my sister really mm-hmm. connected and so they that's where we decided to go mm-hmm. and not really me but they and i had to join them right you know so right. okay. <laughs> it's my life as a 15 14 how old was i i don't know you were like 15 uh 15 or 16 yeah i thought it was like 14 mm-hmm. i don't know whatever it was about something like that those years are all the same 14 15 16 <laughs> yeah. no difference um, but yeah, and, but like, as I continued to go there and, and God really softened my heart mm-hmm. when it came to that church and, and taught me more than I could have imagined and, you know, really helped me get a, a better understanding of the gospel, um, 
and be able to wrap my head around what Jesus did for me more fully and than what I had known before. Mm-hmm. And, and it really kind of like, that's when I just was like, I was starting to see the fruits of that and was just like, okay, you know, I'm just going to actually try and trust God in this and started to grow really good relationships. And, and at the time this was just one, one church location. It it's like tons now, but, um, yeah. And, and so that was, that was kind of like a big, probably my first big moment in trusting God Mm -hmm. was that, and then the second one came in. This is like a two-part story. Oh. Because then I basically basically had to do it all over again. <laughs> you now do it again. Like, no! Because I remember it was like... I remember it was like this big Christmas event, right? Oh. So, like, it was the Christmas, like, Wednesday night with students, and I was really vibing with all my friends there, and and it was good, you know? I remember that. It was just like I felt finally, like, connected. and Right. Like, wow, you know, this is, this is awesome. And I remember having that Wednesday night, right? And then the next week comes and they announce that there's a new campus opening up Mm -hmm. right by our house where we... Like three minutes away from the house. Yeah, so... Walking um, distance, basically, yeah. And and so, like, they, they were really encouraging us. If this is in, like, your neighborhood where we're planning this campus, you know, we would really love for you to switch over that mm-hmm. and you know they announced the, the youth pastor evan and 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 i was like i knew right then and there that like right. god was calling he was like right. yep that's you and i i remember they had like an envelope or a piece uh-huh. of paper that you would like write down if you're gonna join and you would like drop it in a basket right. or something um and then just remember like once again being very upset right. but knowing right. like from from this previous encounter of like just trusting god with moving churches that like you know it's time yeah yeah like i I need to do this so do you ever think churches get those cards back and it's the most honest thing ever that someone goes like oh fine fine i'm going shut up about it don't add me to an email list (laughs) yeah like that would be how i would fill those out just like fine i'm gonna do the dumb thing just leave me alone for a minute yeah but i mean and so i went and (laughs) this new god before like i'm gonna do it just yeah it's fine like and god's like hey don't talk to me like that just so we're clear (laughs) sorry it's my bad mouthed off for a second (laughs) yeah i think yeah i think we all had Mm, those moments yeah but yeah so that was like another huge kind Mm -hmm. of moment and and like didn't even know but talking to my sister Mm -hmm. after and she felt the same thing and and your sister might have filled out the card like that (laughs) yeah (laughs) but like so we we Went to the new campus once it opened up, mm-hmm. and and it's like crazy because like I'm still there now. Mm-hmm. That's like my family, you yeah. know. And that's however many years later, and God has been super super faithful in that. And those are like probably the first two, like big moments that I remember, right? Um, of like having to put my trust in God, and it right. was not eloquent at all, right? In my right kind of the way I went about it, but like. <clears throat> You know, if God is calling you to do something, he'll he'll make it happen, mm-hmm. even no matter how reluctant. Yeah, but yeah. What about you? Uh, I've I've got a <laughs> I've got a couple. Um, one of them is a bit funnier than the other, and I'll start with that one. Uh, so 
I was an intern at church as as an intern for student ministry or something like that. And this it was that trip that beforehand me and my friend got into this like huge fight and argument. I think I've talked about this a couple of times and I didn't eat for a week. I was so angry I didn't eat for like four days. Dang. And, and I was supposed to be the emergency contact. Um and it was during that time, two days before, I dropped and shattered my phone. After being angry for kind of a, about a week, because a friend of mine started dating the girl I had a crush on, it was it was a big thing. Anyway, um, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, it was bad. Um, and as I stood there staring at the phone, I was just like, "Okay, this is it. This is this is the bottom." Young Danny was naive because <laughs> that that. that <laughs> And I'm putting this together now. I, this is when the narrator I, in the choice I, I actually did think like, all right. Like that was a moment of clarity I had. It's like, okay, everything is broken. Yep. Now we have to put the pieces back together. So mm-hmm. I had to go get a new phone because that was the emergency number. I had to work that off. Um, had to be sure it was a functioning phone because if anyone yep. had to call the camp, they were calling me. Um, and, and, and it ended up being a life-changing camp and i was a chaperone there were a few things that happened i don't have time to get into all of them but uh part of that the final night it was um all all the adults came this is a bit more of a charismatic church was during my more charismatic phase but all the adults all the counselors they paired up and and formed a tunnel Mm -hmm. that each kid came through stopped and got prayed over every person in there um and just i i'd never done anything close to that uh we i I mean, I didn't come out of a background that even put hands up during worship or any of that. It was just like Dang. I sing, and th- that's it. You know, like that. Did you, did <laughs> you close it. your eyes during prayer? <clears throat> hmm? Yes, but only because I didn't want to know who was looking at me. Um, so anyway, as as these kids are coming through, this had been a a changing camp just for me, and I was like twenty twenty two twenty twenty one or something like that. Um, and and during this time, I just felt. As if, um, I mean, there was a break, and the next person that was about to come up to me and the youth pastor, uh, I just kind of says like, "Hey, uh, Mark, I feel as if God w- wants me to say something specific to this next girl. Should I tell you first? And he's like, "No, just go for it." And I'm like, "Cool, cool, cool, cool. Super, don't want to though. Like, mm-hmm. let's talk about that because the thing I was feeling as this girl comes up, it was to tell her." I I felt as if the spirit had been directing me to tell her, I'm sorry your dad is gone, but your heavenly Whoa. father is still there and still wants to know you dearly. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hey, God, what's up? Uh, That's super specific. Yeah. Like, that's so specific. I can't even begin, like... Are you you're this is on you, right? Like this is just this, <laughs> are we good? Because like uh the, the there isn't a on that there isn't space to go, well, you could interpret it like this. You know, like right. there, yeah. there is no space and I knew That's huge. Even from hearing from the spirit and just kinda of discerning that I I I knew her dad didn't die, mm-hmm. didn't go missing in a car accident or anything. Dad bounced, and that mm-hmm. was so clear. So I'm just like, 
I was like, all right, I, if I don't do this, thinking this is the spirit speaking to her through me, then I am in sin. So like I, I to be obedient, I just have to trust God in this. So I was like, <clears throat> just God, hold on, you know, like, give me a second. <laughs> and I'm just like, I feel like God wants wants you to know that he's sorry your dad is gone but your heavenly father is still there and wants to know you and mm-hmm. this girl who's been through eight pairs of adults yeah. and is fine she is a hundred percent she is fine and just immediately full breakdown crumbling like <laughs> Yeah, he just left us two days ago before coming on the camp, and I haven't told anyone yet. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know what to do with these emotions either. Like, I'm also confused. Yeah, uh, and and just that's awesome. Being able to like pray over this girl, that and and just have total trust that like, hey, I did, there's no way I could have known that she's not even from my church. I have no idea who this person is. Don't know her name. Never learned her name. Didn't need to know her name, but to trust God to say that that. This is the thing I feel God is trying to speak and to just trust that that's going to be okay is both terrifying and the best thing that can be done. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the other kind of the biggest and still thing I struggle through a bit is um, as I was kind of trying to pray through, am I called to be a pastor? Right. I mean, in, in kind of the, the pastoral training process and all that, I felt you know, I told a couple people like, Hey, I think I might be called to be a pastor. And they said, absolutely go talk to the Bishop. Um, and it's going to go great. I know that you're a man of God. You study the Bible, all that. You're smart. You're going to be a great pastor. Absolutely. And everyone said, it's like, it's going to go, it's going to go great. It's going to go awesome. And I was like, all right, we got this. And I'm and 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 as I'm going to the Bishop's office after a month of trying to schedule the meeting and all that in, in, in my head is the theme song to the Chicago Bulls. Just like, and you're just like high-fiving people on the way in. They're like, Chicago it's, Bulls. It's going to go off. That music is legit. I don't even know what you're talking Fant- about. They're a basketball team. It's a sports ball thing. Ah. Okay. Wait, do you really not know that? No, I don't know. Chicago Bulls. Dead serious. Michael Jordan. Dead serious. Play for me after. <laughs> when Before you watch Sister Act, Chicago Bulls. All right. Um, no, so as I'm going in, everyone's saying, like, it's going to go awesome. And uh, I get through the meeting, I'm talking to the bishop, and and he's just standing there, and he's staring at me. And it was one of those things that I can just tell he's breaking me down in his head. And I was like, please, please stop staring at me like that. It's freaking me out. Yeah. Um, and he stares at me and goes, no. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> No you're not ready and you haven't spent time actually praying if you're called to this dang and i was like what the heck like okay first of all yes i have and and so to be challenged in that manner uh i i i had to go out and that just like people asked me how it hey he had the meeting go and i was like fine (laughs) <laughs> and I got in the car and I went home. I was like, and so your mom and dad asked, hey, how'd the meeting go? And again, I was like, fine. Yeah. I don't know. I'm still thinking. So I was going on a jog and and it just, I, you know, prayer jog of just like, I needed to go out, think, pray and all that. And I was praying and I was like, 
All right, God, what the heck? <laughs> I'm sorry. You called me to this, so what's up, homie? Um, and and I asked the question in prayer that that to to this day was a life changing question. It, it was a uh, it was asking God very open and honest. All right, God, can I even do this? Mm-hmm. And God very clear said like, no. And I'm like, we have wasted six months. You know, like what? Yeah. <laughs> what? I'm sorry. Because when I felt the call, I I got counsel. I prayed about it. I felt this is the path I need to go down. I thought all these things. It was like, you called me to this. So why are you not telling me that I can't do it? And I still kind of felt the spirit stirring in to say, no, you can't, but I can. Mm-hmm. And and that's been the 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 driving kind of theme of all this is like. I'm not the most eloquent speaker. I'm not the best communicator. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm I'm nowhere close to the best pastor. Um I don't I don't have those skills. I don't uh I've had to study and train harder than other people in order to be on par with them. Uh it's especially in preaching class. I mean, you know, coming at it through a speech impediment is I had to be better prepared than everybody else in there because I was playing at a deficit. Mm-hmm. And and to do that, I, I I needed to understand that all that prep is good, but if I don't go into this trusting that God can actually do this thing mm-hmm. that I can't, then the whole thing is gone. Right. That trusting God goes before every other thing that if God has called me to it, then it is God that does the training, equipping, and the execution, and it's me trusting him instead of being wise in my own eyes. Yeah. And and I think that was the biggest part of just trying to trust God is going like, okay, if this is God's plan, then it's on God. Right. And and that takes a lot of pressure off me because I don't have to do it. God does. Right. I'm just the idiot he picked to do it through. You know, like what up? This is this is who you got. <laughs> Sorry. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. Yeah. I mean, and I, that applies to anything or mm-hmm. anyone. You know, it doesn't matter if you're a pastor or anything. Like, right. It's so cool that like God calls us to these specific things in mm-hmm. our lives. Right. And. And that we can't do it. Right. You know, we can't. Right. And it's literally, it is God who works through us. Mm-hmm. And I mean, and it just, like you said, it's it's freeing and also like humbling. Mm-hmm. And it's just like all terrifying. of those. Yeah. yeah terrifying. Because <laughs> like, yeah, there's a lot of trust involved. Tell and, this girl her father left her. Yeah. I'd rather not. <laughs> like, I'd super <laughs> rather not. I'm just going to straight up with you on this one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but but that's the thing about trust. I mean, I think trust is one of those topics that, from a biblical stance, the only way to actually talk about it is to tell stories. Because mm-hmm. n- n- I, I don't think any Christian is on the other side of, I don't need to trust God. I think our actions can sometimes do that. But the main thing to trusting God is, is or, 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 or the main kind of a hindrance to trusting God is just fear. Right. And the ways I've trusted God in the past and God has come through and God comes through every time are the things that break down the barrier to trust God. Right. Like, all right, I trusted God in this so I can trust him in this and I trusted him in this so I can trust him in this. And, and it just builds. And I think 
telling the stories of trust become important because they encourage us to trust God the next time. Right. So, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just can't think of any any Christian that goes like, but do we really need to trust God? Uh, yeah, yeah, you do. Yeah, yep. You know, I don't think anyone's on the other side of that argument, but just needs the encouragement that it's okay to be uncomfortable and do hard things. Yeah, and I would... I mean, it's never going to be comfortable. Right. You know, it's... If it was, it wouldn't be trust. Yeah. And and I think that... I don't know. I think we talked about it a couple... And this was a while back. But, mm-hmm. like, there's a difference between trusting God and, like, trusting people. Mm-hmm. In the sense that, like, you know that God isn't going to let you down. Mm-hmm. And not let you down as far as expectations or anything like that. But, mm-hmm. like, knowing that what he has, what we were talking about before, what he has is better. Right. Um, whether that's what you want or not, right. you right. know, that is what is the best plan for your life. Right. So putting it in that, you know, frame <clears throat> of mind is super important because mm-hmm. if I'm trusting God to do something, you know, that might be difficult, but it's something that I want, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not going to be, it's a dangerous way to think about it because right. we aren't always aligned perfectly with what God wants for our lives. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a difficult, scary, yeah, intimidating, yeah, fun-ish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and I think, especially in 2020, um, we could all do with maybe trusting God a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, the boat's been shaken this year, uh, I think is a fair, fair assessment, um, and everyone, gosh, the amount of commercials I've seen that are just fear mongering and the end of the wo- world is coming based type of things. And they seem to pick up every four years, but, uh, at, at, at the end of the day, at, at the end of all things, the plan of God is complete and Jesus, everything he's done, it is finished and there isn't anything God needs to do to keep us in our salvation. So, mm-hmm. um, there isn't anything else that God needs to do and coming at it on that perspective, then I can trust God because the ending's already done. And if, if no matter anything that happens, we will be fine in the Lord. Um, it may not come out the way all of us are expecting it. It may challenge us and it, um, Maybe a path through affliction and trial, or it may be a path through easy times. But in in mm-hmm. all things, we give God glory and trust Him no matter what. So yeah. I know twenty twenty and an election cycle is a stressful time, um, but God has got this. Even if we don't see it, yeah. And I think that's the biggest part of trust is going. I know it's there. I just don't know what it is. Right. So, well, we want to hear from you. What is a time that y- you have needed to trust God? Mm-hmm. And uh, 
what did God do through that time? So these are always fun stories to tell. Right. Uh, be positive that they're being told. Either uh, give us an email at thegospel.post.com slash nobody special. There's a form at the bottom of the page to either tell us those stories or to just ask questions or say hi. Caleb and I enjoy it mm-hmm. if there's uh, just a question coming in. Uh, Caleb, are we on social media? Yes, we are. You can follow us at Nobody Special Podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And you can also contact us there, you know, whether it's commenting on something or direct messaging us. We will see it, and we always appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Um, like Danny said, whether it's asking a question, saying mm-hmm. hello, um, we just love to hear from you guys. And I think that's it. Oh, YouTube, if you want to watch us there, um, we would appreciate a subscribe and a like. Uh, also, you can comment there, and we'll see it. Yeah. Yep. Well, Caleb, I have thoroughly enjoyed our conversation today. Me too. Thanks, buddy. Well, that is going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Nobody Special. Special.